up, everyone, and welcome to the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast. Today is Saturday, August 15th, 2020, and I'm Chip. I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for tuning in as well. Please share this podcast. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also watch us over at YouTube at Gridiron Fantasy Football, so please don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss another episode. And I hope everyone's having a good Saturday for me. I've just been trying to record a lot of podcasts and videos just to make sure that everything's out there when you guys are ready to draft. Um, it's been, you know, really, really fun for me to be able to release this content and really put my opinions out there in the sense of my, you know, my strategies and the players that I like and dislike and whatnot. But I have been dealing with a big problem in my in my place, and it is the stench of salmon. I cooked salmon the other night, and it was Thursday night that I cooked salmon. And the smell is still lingering around, and it's getting very frustrating. Um, I know it's nothing important, nothing about fantasy football, but it's just one of those things where I think anybody can relate to this, where you cook something, and especially fish, and the smell just won't go away. And I'm doing everything I can. I got essential oils going. Um, just anything I can try to get the smell out, have the windows open. But hopefully, hopefully it'll go away pretty soon. But this is why I don't cook fish very often. I, I like steak and chicken and all that, and I sometimes change it up and cook fish, but this reminds me why I do not cook fish. It is by far the most annoying smell to try to get out of your house when you cook it. But anyways, um, I figure I'll share that with you guys. And now today we're going to another mock draft. We're going to do a two-quarterback, 10-team PPR format. Um, the last two drafts that I did were one-quarterback format. I did a 12-team um, just best player available type of draft. And then last week I did a zero running back format, meaning that I, I went after the top receivers and the tight end and everything before I drafted my running backs in the mid rounds. Cause sometimes you may have to pivot to that strategy depending on how the draft may fall. But today we're doing a two quarterback format. And now this format's a lot different. So this is what I do in my main league. Now I'm in a two quarterback league, um, but we do an auction draft. So it's a little different. But I think there are going to be people out there who do play in a super flex league or a two quarterback league that is a snake draft. So I think this is a very crucial mock draft to do for everyone. But I tried to do a mock up last night to kind of figure out how things may play out. And so I use the I use Sleeper app, which is a very customizable app, and they do have a two quarterback format. And I chose that to to try to try to prep for the draft. Uh, for this live mock draft I'm doing right now. And unfortunately, the rankings were really off. And obviously, they they rank quarterbacks a lot higher because you have to choose two quarterbacks. But I knew things were off once I got Juju in the ninth round. And that was something that I, I knew that I had to switch back to just doing a PPR strategy format and then just add a quarterback position to the roster spot because that's going to give you a more truer part of where players are going to be ranked and drafted and whatnot. But um, just pay attention that when you're doing your mock drafts, make sure the setup is exactly like you do in your league. So you're not, you're not kind of thrown off by that. But I thought, you know, it's uh, something that is very important to do. I think that the strategy with this is, I don't know. I'm going to let the draft come to me. I don't have, I generally go running back heavy. That's how I draft always. But it's for me, I just want to make sure that I am, gain the best player available. And I may take a quarterback early. If Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes is there, I'm going to grab them. But I definitely want just to let things kind of play out. 
So right now, if you're watching on YouTube, the draft board is on the screen. I have the third overall pick, so I'm going to get a pretty decent, you know, elite running back at that position. Um, the last two drafts that I did, the number one pick was Dalvin Cook and then Alvin Kamara. So we'll see if the draft falls the same way this time, or you get the consensus number one and two as Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. So let's go ahead and start the draft. Okay, so first pick overall, Christian McCaffrey. And then there you go. Second overall was Ezekiel Elliott. So that that to me is I don't understand that. But like I said, when you're playing when you're doing a draft against like the computer, it's all about algorithms and all that. So I don't really truly think that's gonna be the what you're gonna see in drafts overall. But obviously I have my options between Saquon Barkley and Alvin Kamara um, and Dalvin Cook. So I have my option and generally if it was Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley going one and two. My 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 third ranked quarter, uh, running back in my own rankings is Alvin Kamara. So I would draft Alvin Kamara here. But when Saquon Barkley on the board, Saquon Barkley is a workhorse running back, PPR monster. So I'm grabbing Saquon Barkley. And then it follows up with Michael Thomas. Alvin Kamara goes fourth or fifth overall, fourth running back overall. And then... You got Clyde edwards Lair going as the fifth overall running back before Dalvin Cook. Then you got Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, and then Devontae Adams was the second receiver off the board. Um, and then on the turnaround, you had Miles Sanders, Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, Joe Mixon, Julio Jones, Austin Eckler, and Kenyon Drake. So here, like I said, I generally go running back heavy. So I'm going to check and see what running backs are available. Now, right here, I truly do not like any of the running backs right now that's available. I don't like Aaron Jones this year. I think that he will have some regression. I think when you add, you already have Jamal Williams and then you have A.J. Dillon. I just can't see Aaron Jones having the same season he had last year. He was very efficient. He had 19 touchdowns. I just don't see that being the case. I don't want to take somebody like that second in the second round. So I'm going to go about wide receiver. I have an option of DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, and Kanye Galladay. I obviously have DeAndre Hopkins rated overall higher than Chris Godwin. And then quarterback position, I could go Patrick Holmes or Lamar Jackson, but because I can probably get one of those on the turnaround, that's who I'm going to get probably next. So I'm going to go ahead and just get my my top guy in DeAndre Hopkins and see what happens from here. Then finish it up with Patrick Holmes at the 2-9, and then Travis Kelsey rounds out this, the second round. Then Aaron Jones is the 3-1, so he he's the first pick of the third round, followed off by Chris Godwin. Now here, like I said, running back-wise, there's not really a lot of guys I really like. You know, receiver-wise, you know, Kenny Galladay's there. I don't know if I really want Kenny Galladay. Now there's there's George Kittle. I can grab the tight end and have a set-it-forget type of tight end. But it's one of those things where I don't know um, if I want to do that. So let's see. I'm going to, because it's a two-quarterback league, I'm going to just go ahead and grab Lamar Jackson. So now I have elite players at running back, receiver, and quarterback. So I, that's so far good balance for me. Um to have that those options where I can have a pretty balanced roster in each position. That's how I try to do it every time I draft. I try to find an elite guy in the quarterback, running back, and receiving position. Tight end's a little different for me because I don't really uh, – I always can find a tight end. But sometimes it's nice to have the George Kittles and the Travis Kelfies on your roster so you have a tight end that you never have to worry about. Then after I picked uh, Lamar Jackson, it followed up with Todd Gurley. Then George Kittle went. Um, then Kenny, they got Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans – Chris Carson, 
James Conner, and then Allen Robinson rounds out the third round. Chris Carson is an interesting pick at the 3-8 because he's not even at training camp right now, and we still know that he's coming off a hip injury. So the fact that he went so high, it's I would I would not have Chris Carson that high. I would definitely draft James Conner before him, which obviously he did on the turnaround. But um, actually, no, Chris Carson went before James Conner in this on that in the third round. But I do think that that's just a very interesting. He's a, he's a he's not a guy that I want to draft at all this year because. You know, they brought in Carlos Hyde. Chris Carson's not even with the, tra- you know, not even that training cup. He's dealing with family issues um, that are personal. And then, you know, Rashad Penny is still dealing with his ACL recovery. So I, I think Carlos Hyde right now is the guy that I'm going to draft. Um, and I can get him later on in the draft. So I'm just going to wait and see how that falls to me. And then the fourth round started with David Johnson, Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell. Then Adam Thielen, Amari Cooper, Leonard Fournette. And then Juju went at the 4-7. So it's my pick in the fourth round at the 4-8. And honestly, I mean, if you look at what's available, I personally, at receiver, I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. is still there for me. Uh, I'm going to take Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, why not? So now my my wide receiver position, I got DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham. And then A.J. Brown followed that pick up. And then D.J. Moore rounded out the fourth round. And the start of the fifth round, you had... Jonathan Taylor and then Cooper Cup. Now it's my pick again at the 5-3. Now I got to choose between do I want to go running back here or just continue to build my my wide receiver position or I can look at quarterback and kind of see exactly do I want to get two stud quarterbacks. But right now, you know, I I think there's enough quarterbacks on the board where I can wait a couple rounds um, unless there's a run. But I'm going to go ahead and grab, let's see, running back wise. I really don't like anybody running back that I value over my wide receiver position. So I I like Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley to me is going to be a stud this year. So I'm going to go ahead and just solidify my flex position and have some depth and grab Calvin Ridley. And then David Montgomery follows that pickup with Robert Woods, Keenan Allen, Devin Singletary, Mark Andrews, DJ Shark, and then Mark Ingram rounds out the fifth round. The sixth round begins with DK Metcalf, DeAndre Swift, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Ertz, Tyler Lockett, Stephon Diggs, and then Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is a guy that I think will have a Chris Godwin type season. He was going to be my next guy, but I got Calvin Ridley, so I think I have a guy that's really going to do well as well. But now it's my pick again, and I think I'm going to have to go running back now just because it's one of those things where I got enough depth that receiver. I just need to now get that RB2 slot filled out for me. And here are my options. I have Raheem Mostert, I have Kareem Hunt, and Ronald Jones are the top guys on the board. I personally think Raheem Mostert is going to be the actual starter for the 49ers. I know that he just got his his contract, you know, increased a little bit. So I I do think that he's he is going to be the starter over Tevin Coleman. And but the only problem is is that that Kyle Shanahan's offenses can always produce for running backs. So that's what we saw last year. We had Matt Breida have good games. We had we saw Jeff Wilson have good games. We saw, you know, Marine Mostert just completely blowed up in the in the playoffs. So at this pick, because I need running backs, I'm going to grab Raheem Mostert right now. And then that follows up with Kareem Hunt. Then Russell Wilson at the 6'10". He rounds out the sixth round. And then the seventh round begins with A.J. Green and Courtland Sutton. So here I'm looking at, okay, do I... Do I go for tight end? Do I go? Do I continue to build my running back position? And right now, tight end wise, I could get Darren Waller 
Rob Gronkowski or, or Evan Ingram. Those are the top guys right now on the board. But honestly, I think that I need to continue just to add up my running back position. So the news out of Tampa is that Ronald Jones is going to be the starter. We all know that that's, that's what's always coach talk. There was somebody who, who tweeted out this week where every year that Bruce Arians has been a coach or a head coach, he's always said that certain guys will be the actual starting running back and then it never turned out that way. So I'm a little skeptical of Ronald Jones being the actual starter over LaShawn McCoy and Kayshawn Vaughn. But I do think that for some reason, my gut feeling mean, my gut feeling is that Bruce Arians is being truthful about Ronald Jones. I think he will be the starter. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Ronald Jones at the 7-3. And then the guy that I wanted again, you know, Marquise Brown is, you know, he went out the 7-4. And now you see your runs on quarterbacks. You had Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Drew Brees go. And then on the 8-1, you saw Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers go. So now it's my pick again. So now because there's been a run on quarterbacks, I'm going to go ahead and just draft my second quarterback right now. And I have my options between Josh Allen, Carson Wentz, and Matthew Stafford. You know, honestly, I do like Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's a very good fancy quarterback. I think he's a dual threat, which you want in a quarterback. If you're, you know, I always like drafting dual threat quarterbacks. And Carson Wentz is the same way. I like Carson Wentz. So if I had to choose between Carson Wentz and Josh Allen, I have Josh Allen ranked higher. Um, especially now you add Stefan Diggs to the roster. I think that he hopefully progresses better as a passer. But um, with that being said, he's the best quarterback on the board. So I'm going to grab Josh Allen right now. So now my quarterbacks are Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, which I love that combo. I think I got two dual threat quarterbacks that are very good for fantasy, have a good, have a good floor. Um, so that's, that's something that, that's beneficial for having those dual threat quarterbacks. And then, you know, Carson Wentz finished up the eighth round. And then you start the ninth round off with J.K. Dobbins and then Marlon Mack. So now I can just go for best player available. So I look at the running back position. You know, there's Jordan Howard, Matt Breida. There were some reports out this week that Jordan Howard apparently is supposed to get more reps or there's they're predicting that Jordan Howard's going to get more reps this year than Matt Breida. I don't know. Who's, you know who knows how that's going to play out when the season actually starts. But I you know Antonio, Antonio Gibson's there. So we all know what's going on in Washington where they had re- they released Darius Geis. So everyone's freaking out by Antonio Gibson where, you know, their his stock has been going up, but I don't know. I think drafting right now at the nine, three is a little too rich for me, but let's leave what they have at receiver. So at receiver, you know, there's Devontae Parker, there's Michael Gallup and Jarvis Landry, Deontay Johnson, and then Debo Samuel. So if I had to choose, obviously I think I'm choosing Devontae Parker because with Albert Wilson and with Alan Hearns going out with the opting out of the 2020 season, you know, Devontae Parker is the guy who's going to get the targets. If he stays healthy, we saw what he did last year. I know there's a quarterback change and Ryan Fitzpatrick and, and two are going to be there as well. He could start the season. I just think I like Devontae Parker. I think now with me, I can afford to take that chance because I already have DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham and Calvin Ridley. So why not take a flyer on Devontae Parker and have somebody who I can plug in if I need to, or he's, he does well and I get him in a, I can trade him, you know? So I'm going to grab Devontae Parker right here. And then it follows up with Matthew Stafford, Michael Gallup, you know, Jordan Howard went at the nine, six with Jarvis Landry, Tevin Coleman, Cam Newton, and then Matt Breida finishing out the ninth round. The 10th round begins with Tyler Boyd, Big Ben, Marvin Jones, Tyreek Hill, Evan Ingram, Antonio Gibson went at the 10, six. Okay. So that's frustrating. And then 
Daniel Jones went the 10-7. So it's my pick again. And right now I have only two, I have three running backs, Saquon Barkley, Raheem Mostert, Ryan Ronald Jones. So I'm going to look to see what's at running back right now. I really don't, I really don't like what's here. I mean, Philip Lindsay, I, I know he's a, he's a good player. I like Philip Lindsay, but the fact that they added Melvin Gordon, it makes me, I, right now, I guess that's the point of the draft. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it's depth, right? So why not grab someone like Philip Lindsay? Uh, let's see. I, I still need a tight end, but there's still enough there where I can, I can hold off on that wide receiver. I really don't need a wide receiver. So I, my choice is, I guess I'm going to go running back. And so I can either go Philip Lindsay or Alexander Madison. Um, I do like Alexander Madison a lot. I think he has a lot of flex appeal, just like Kareem Hunt does. I think the Minnesota Vikings have such a run-heavy offense, where I think that, that that can definitely help you in a sense of like trying to plug in somebody as a flex. So I'm going to go ahead and grab, well, let's see here. Okay, so... I'm looking at I'm looking at the draft board and Sony Michelle's there, but he's on the PUP. So I'm just seeing how far down Damian Harris is because Damian Harris is someone I'm targeting all my drafts. And the fact that they put Lamar Miller on the PUP tells me that he's not fully healthy coming off the ACL. So unless something changes between now and September, I think Damian Harris is still the running back to draft in New England. But what I'm gonna do is I I like Philip Lindsay. I'm gonna go ahead and grab Philip Lindsay here. And it's, it's depth, right? So, I mean, I have running backs that, you know, I I like. You know, I have also have Saquon Barkley. I think Raheem Mostert's going to be a starter. So, I think that's a, definitely a a good good start so far at the running back, running back position. Then you have Ronald Jones. I mean, if he becomes a starter as a full-time starter, I mean, then you get a – I got a, a full-time starter and running back in the seventh round. So, that's not bad at all. It's my pick again. Let's see. So they had a run with Hayden Hurst and Tyler Higby, you know, finishing up the 10th round. And then Deontay Johnson started the 11th round with Baker Mayfield following him. It's my pick again at the 11-3. I could get more depth at my quarterback position. I could add another quarterback just so I have. I. You always want to draft how you're going to draft in your real drafts. And there's no way you're going to be in a two-quarterback league and only draft two quarterbacks. You know, when you're in a 10-team, two-quarterback league, that's 30 quarterbacks off the board, correct? So then you have to, or I'm sorry, 20, 20 quarterbacks off the board. And then you need to have depth. So if everyone grabs one quarterback, that's 30 quarterbacks, only leaving two potential starting quarterbacks left for free agency. So I think I'm in a league where we, we hoard all the quarterbacks. We don't want anybody to have competition, you know, or get a quarterback that's on free agency who blows up that wasn't on your radar during the draft. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to hold off on quarterback right now because I think I still have time to grab my, my bench quarterback. So let's look at the run running back position. I already have I already have four running backs receiver-wise. Now, this is the part of the draft where I, I'm going to grab Debo Samuel, right? Because he's getting forgotten because he's hurt. But I think that drafting him in the 11th round, I'll take that all day long because Debo Samuel is a very talented receiver. So I'm, I grabbed him at the 11-3, and I think that's a steal. But... You know, that's one of the things where I, it all depends on how much you actually, you know, rank, rank Debo Samuel where you, where he fares in your own rankings. But I think Debo Samuel at the 11 three is a steal. And then you had a run of kind of a mixture of running back and receiver. You had Hunter Henry got the 11 seven. And of course, somebody drafted a defense at the 12 one. I've always said this from the beginning. If you've been watching and listening to my podcast, 
please don't draft a defense before the last pick. I mean, it, it makes no sense to do that because you're going to be dropping these guys and you're going to be, you know, streaming defenses anyway. So just please hold off on that. Um, let's see. So Kayshawn, John, Kayshawn Vaughn went the 12-6. He was a guy that I was targeting because I might as well try to solidify the Bucks right in your backfield if I was able to get Kayshawn Vaughn as well. But wasn't I'm not really mad about the fact that he went. So running back-wise, Damian Harris is still there, so I'm going to wait. So at, at receiver, I know there's Mikko Hardman there. There's Darius Slayton, Jerry Judy, Christian Kirk, and Jalen Rager. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually draft Jalen Rager. I know that Miko Hardman's in a better offense, but he is not, he's like the fourth option in that offense. So with that being the case, I know he's ranked higher, but I think Jalen Rager is going to have a monster season because he is really the only healthy receiver for the Eagles. So I'm going to go, and he's already been practicing as number one receiver. So I'm going to grab Jalen Rager here at the 12-8. And then those picks follow up with Baltimore Ravens defense and then Miko Hardman. And then the 13th round begins with Daryl Henderson Jr. and then Darius Slayton. Now it's back at my turn at the 13-3. And then right now, I still need a tight end. So here are my options. I have Jared Cook, Noah Fant, Austin Hooper, TJ Hawkinson, and then Mike Jasicki. So I generally don't try not to draft the same, you know, more, multiple players from the same team because I definitely like Mike Jasicki a lot this year. I think he's going to have a breakout season. Uh, like I said before, the same reason for, for, for Devontae Parker. Right now, there's targets there for Mike Jasicki and for Devontae Parker. So why not grab those guys when you know the target share is going to be there? But Jared Cook, I, I still don't know. Adding Emmanuel Sanders to the roster, I don't know how much Jared Cook is going to be very effective. I don't know. He's not going to be an every every week starter for me. Noah Fant, if you listen to my last podcast, I do think Noah Fant is one of those must-have like late flyer mid-round guys. But when I see there's better options on the table, I, I mean, Austin Hooper is not, a, he's not a guy that I'm drafting because Austin Hooper has a, you know, too much, too much going on there when it comes to David Njoku, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt. I just don't know how much he's going to be effective in fantasy. So I'm going to go, I'm actually going to draft tight end here and I'm going to draft Mike Jasicki. And then that allows me now for the next pick, which will be my last skill position to, to grab the best player available before I grab my defense and kicker. So right now you have so no so Jared Cook and Noah Fant went at the late you know at the thirteen nine and thirteen ten and on the turnaround Teddy Bridgewater went then you got the Buffalo Bills defense which you know the Buffalo Bills defense is being ranked as the number one defense right now in fantasy in the sense of like pre you know preseason rankings but you know it's one of those things where they do have the you know they do have a favorable strength of schedule. I mean, I guess it's not too much of a reach. I mean, I wouldn't have picked him at that point, but because they're such a good defense, I can see why someone would pick him there. And you got Justin Jefferson. He's he's a guy that is the number. He should be the number two for the Minnesota Vikings. Should get a lot of slot work. Um, Boston Scott's another guy that could be a decent flex position player, just because you know it's Miles Sanders and it's Boston Scott. I mean, there's no one really after that. And then you have Adrian Pearson going at the fourteen five. Justin Jackson for the Chargers goes at the fourteen six. Then you have Anthony Mirror going, and then now it's my pick at 14-8. So this is going to be my last skill position player. And the guy that I've been targeting the whole entire time, uh, late in drafts, is Damian Harris. He's there, so I'm grabbing him right here. Damian Harris is my, my last skill position player that I'm drafting. 
And then A.J. Dillon follows that pickup with Sammy Watkins. And now it's the New England Patriots defense starting the 15th round. And then Justin Tucker. So I'm going to take my kicker here. Obviously, I'm taking Harrison Buckner because he's in the best offense in football other than the Ravens. So Justin Tucker and Harrison Buckner should be the guys that get drafted one and two when it comes to kickers. And then falls up with the Bears defense, the Bucks defense, the Chargers defense, Will Lutz, Greg Zerline, Young Ho Koo, and then Jared Goff finishes up the 15th round, which is crazy to me because he is a guy that is in a very high prolific offense. And the fact that he's going so late in draft, especially in two quarterback formats, is crazy to me. Um, so now it's my my last pick of the draft at the 16-8. I'm obviously going defense. Now you got the Dallas Cowboys, Seattle Seahawks, Miami Dolphins, Los Angeles Rams. Now I know all these defenses are really good, but the Rams have the number one strength of schedule this year. So I'm going to go ahead and draft the Los Angeles Rams. They have a week nine bye week. So I, I, I can have, if they're really good, I have a defense for nine weeks, which is good for me. So I'm going and draft the Rams defense here. And then LaShawn McCoy goes at the 16-9. And then Jake Elliott, the Eagles kicker, finished up the draft at 16-10. So, so that's my draft. So that that's kind of how it went with the two quarterback format. My roster is... Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Saquon Barkley, Raheem Mostert, DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham Jr., Mike Chisicki at my tight end position, my flex is Calvin Ridley, Harrison Buckner is my kicker, and I have the Rams defense. My bench players are Ronald Jones, Devontae Parker, Philip Lindsay, Debo Samuel, Jalen Rager, and then Damian Harris. So I honestly think that was a pretty solid draft. I don't think that you can be disappointed with that draft. I think that's something that you'll be excited about to get a good core you know, roster because you know things change throughout the season. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be all that that takes place. So you just have to be careful on how you draft things. So that is, that's the draft. And thank you so much for for tuning in today to this episode. And so please like, comment, and share this this podcast and the YouTube channel with your friends. The next episode, I will be actually discussing my top, um, my must-have wide receivers for 2020. So please don't don't miss that episode. So hit subscribe and we'll get you we'll get you in the next episode and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at the Good Iron Pod and on Instagram at Good Iron Fantasy Football. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see y'all in the next episode. Take care. Peace.